What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez, and today, as always, I'm joined by none other than Mario Amaral. Da-da! Here I am, like a genie in a bottle. What's up? <laughs> Not much. How you, how's, how's it going? I'm all right, man. I'm all right. Just a little gassy, but I'm all right. Oh, see, I'm a, I'm a bit <laughs> under the weather. Are you? Yeah. I don't think you could be above the weather unless you're flying. True. That's very true. That's true. Very, very true. We have a lot of stuff to talk about today, so let's <laughs> let's get right into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let, let's do that. I'm, I'm, I'm interested. That We have a lot of topics um, here that are very interesting. So before we continue briefly, I just want to say, have you anything notable? Have you watched, played anything? Like I have. One thing. Yes. Deadpool 2. Oh, yeah. You didn't watch that in theaters? No. Really? Yeah, I, I had a few dates with uh, people, and they never came through. And what happened is I basically felt obligated <laughs> to go with these people. And I'm not talking about you, uh, actually. I uh, figured, because we didn't make any plans. No, no. Someone made plans that they wanted to go to it, so I didn't watch it on my own with Amanda. I waited for this other couple. I off. I honestly didn't I know who you either. are. I didn't call them either, so yeah. I can't blame them 100%, and they are very busy. But it's just one of the reasons I never did, and then it just became, you know, an older movie that wasn't. I I used to be like that, and then I said fuck it, and I go watch the movie, and then if I have to watch it again, I don't care, I'll watch it again. Yeah, I, I don't really like doing that, but yeah, so I did watch it. I did watch it last night actually. And the super duper cut is that what it was called? I I haven't watched that version, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's different about it, but uh, there's a bunch. I, I looked it up. There's a bunch of stuff that's different. Oh okay. I like, like a bunch the of movie. like lines that he says, a bunch of things that happen that don't happen in the regular cut. But um, interesting. So how'd you how'd you uh, how'd you enjoy it? Did you did you enjoy it? I did enjoy it. You know, you gotta love his humor, and you know the little uh. What's the word for it when you talk about something that is legit? Like it's a movie, but you're talking about real life. Like, is is there a word uh, for that? Like the when he breaks the fourth wall. What are you talking about? I don't know. No, no. Like, about. like he's he's a he's acting like a movie character as as though he's an actor. He's not in the role of just being Deadpool. He's in the role of being himself. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's just playing himself basically. So, you know what I mean? Like the t- type of humor where it'll be like yeah, uh, like you can tell that's his type of humor, and that's like you know that's it's why the it's so funny is because though, right? it's so yeah, genuine. It's, I I was just wondering if there's like a word for that type of humor, right? Like I don't know if there's a word for it. But there's there's so. a certain um, and I don't I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't watched it or should we do spoilers because this is everyone really dies just like in Avengers so no no but this we can spoiler this right because it's like so old now no no it's not old enough it just came out on fucking Blu-ray or sorry all digital. right all right well there's a certain part where he he goes and does if some, you want to spoil it I will say spoilers right now skip like five minutes this is okay. the funniest part to, parts to me bro is when he goes back into time at the end so he gets that thing repaired right this is the after credits right the after credits right is that an after credits scene yeah it's an after credits scene so he goes back into time he finds himself he's reading like the what do you call green for green Green lantern and shoots himself in the head (laughs) and then he goes to the wolverine movie and he's like i'm just cleaning up the the timeline and he just throws a few caps in him you know what i mean like it's just it's just me it's just me. <laughs> I'm just cleaning up the timeline. I'll see you later. What does he mean yes. by he's going to ask him for help and he's got to help him? You need to give me way more context than that. Uh, when he's uh, at that moment, he's speaking to Wolverine and he's like, your friend, uh, what's his name? Wayne, right? Uh-huh. He's going to ask you for help and just say yes. He's going to ask you for help in the future and just say yes. Is he talking about like something that's already happened? 
No, or, I don't think so. I think or is he's it possible like, that Wolverine might uh, be... Okay, so like the thing has been with all these movies is that Ryan has been trying to get... I forget the dude who plays Wolverine. Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Jackman. Yeah. To, to be a part of the movie in some sort of way. In, in oh, Deadpool. okay. He's been bothering him like over the years. Like, hey, like you should really be a part of the Deadpool movie. I think it would be great. And so I guess that's a reference to real world. Like, hey, your buddy okay, Ryan's okay. going to like ask you to join the movie you should probably join yeah okay okay that makes sense yeah i didn't know he was doing that in real life yeah it, w- it would be so funny and it's just funny how they have like uh wolverine's part in there and you know he's definitely not talking to him <laughs> and they're just <laughs> yeah, kind of yeah. like cutting pieces together to make it happen it's, it's like, really good though it's good i, 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 I just did... like all the jokes like the joker like uh he brings up the fact that the studio still won't give him any other x-men and they pan to that <laughs> side shot and they're all in that room yeah they're all in that room but and they, they close they the door <laughs> But they don't fit that timeline, correct? Like the younger X-Men shouldn't be in that timeline. I think they're in that. Well, I don't know. The, it the doesn't make sense. Is, Wolverine. Yeah, the timeline's all broken. It doesn't yeah, matter. Yeah, I was going to say. because The timelines don't make sense in, in the, the regular X-Men movies anyway. So, <laughs> Yeah, because Amanda's like, that doesn't make any sense. If, he, if Wolverine's dead and he knows Wolverine's dead, all the X-Men are already dead. And why would they be there in their young, younger form? I'm like, this timeline doesn't make sense like that. It's not supposed to make sense. Yeah, it's his movie. He can do whatever he wants, basically. Yeah, anyways, it, I loved it. I loved it. It was the a great humor, movie. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was a great movie. I, I want to say the new the kid from New Zealand, I forget his name, but the guy who plays, the kid who the plays Fire, Fire Fist is like, he's just really funny. Like, you know, especially <laughs> well, when they're in prison pen, and he's like, I'm going to get it out of my prison wallet. And and Wade is like, I, I, I probably know what that means, but I don't want to think about it. Yeah, don't. Uh, and then he keeps having that pen with him, and he's like, "No, yeah. no." Like he's <laughs> and so the whole about thing of pen. just like, you know, first rule of the yard: make the biggest guy your bitch. And he always gets <laughs> punched in the face. <laughs> like it's really funny. It's a good movie. Um, no, no, it's really funny. Yeah, I really. So yeah, enjoy that's it. what I watched. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'll say I haven't really watched anything that I can think of. I've been watching Infinity War over again. I've been watching uh, Deadpool as well because I own them both. Uh, but besides that, I haven't been really watching much. Talking, talking about Infinity War, I watched a parody on YouTube of it. Yeah, sure, it was on YouTube. Okay, yeah. No, no, it was on YouTube, the and there was a moment at the end yes. of the parody where I was like, what if they did this in the actual movie? It would be insane. And basically, everybody dies, everything happens the same, whatever, right? And yep. then at the end of it, it's the guy who can travel into time. What's his name again? Doctor Strange. Yes. And he's showing them the possibility of what could happen. And that out of, just like he says in the movie, out of blah, blah, blah times, there's only one time we all survive. And okay. in this parody, none of that's actually happened. It's just what he's showing them could happen. Oh, it's just like a simulation. It's just a simulation. Like this is what could happen. But that wouldn't make sense with the actual movie because if you watch the end of other movies. Yeah. It happens there, right? But I was like, that would be mind-blowing, right? If you found out a whole movie was just a what-if. Yeah, but th- that's the thing about the follow-up movie, right? Like, as soon as... as soon as soon uh, Is he gone? At the end of that movie, is, is Doctor Strange, like, dust? I can't remember. I think he might be, so maybe my theory doesn't make sense. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of things about that movie where I was just like, why doesn't he just... Like, for one, it's like they're on Titan, right? Right. And, and I was like they make it sound like they're trapped but they're not literally if from my, my theory is that uh, doctor strange can open a portal back to earth and just go back to earth whenever he wants but they make a point in the movie to say like oh he doesn't want to do that cuz he doesn't want thanos to follow them 
But like Thanos can okay. go wherever he wants. He also has his portal to wherever he wants. So this storyline, so, is this like an official new storyline and nobody knows the answers? Or this is something that's happened in the comic where everyone knows what's going to happen? Well, it's kind of both. It's both an original story and it, it pulls from the comic books a bit. So the actual Infinity Gauntlet or uh, is was a comic book. Um, and it was the premise was different, right? Whereas the motivations of Thanos were um, in the movie are because he feels like he's uh, he's some sort of savior. He's going to save the universe by eliminating half the population of the entire universe. In the comic books, and I have a friend who will probably correct me if he listens to this episode, but in the comic books, he's trying to chase death. He's trying to, like, he he has an obsession with killing people. Like he's okay. a murderer and he, he gets like, uh, he's trying to, uh, court death. Cause I, I guess death is a lady and he wants to be with her for the rest of his life. And so he feels like if I kill as many people as possible, she'll love me even more because she's death. Right. Right. Um, but I don't think it works out in his favor. Let's just say that. So, all right. Well, I don't want to go too much into this cause we already did s- speak about yes. this movie in the past. So I don't want to take up too much time talking about this movie again, but I guess there are like a million theories out there and what's going to happen and what could happen. Yeah. But yeah, I know, yeah, we'll, I I know we're we'll having see, right? Captain Marvel for sure. Yeah. She'll, but Captain she'll, Marvel happens in the past. Is it the past? It's, it's the timeline of like um, the Ant-Man? It, it, it takes place in the 1990s. Okay. Like way in the past. Like Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity War for part one is like a future movie in comparison to... The, the premise right. and the movie itself. Because I'm saying at the end of that, that was She'll one of probably the... show up in the next Avengers because right. she's called at the end of... Well, spoiler again. She's called at the end of... Infinity. Infinity War. But yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. Yes, let's move um, on. Okay, let's... You know what? I want to start with Samsung. Samsung did a press conference recently. They announced This a week has just been Samsung, Samsung, Samsung. Oh, yeah. Like, Samsung has just been... You know, they're doing their annual equivalent to, you know, Google uh, I.O. or or WWDC, like their their hardware event, basically. So um, before you go further into the Samsung, yes. um, did you see their commercial where they talked about their line of notes? No. So basically they had a commercial and they, they, they just put up all the names of like Note, Note 2, Note, what, all the notes they had until 8. And then, of course, you know, the was, upcoming... was, was this a, a, a Note event? Was the event more about the note? Like, did they actually announce? I, I don't know because they I didn't did announce attention. a note. Yes, there's a note. They, I know. Th- I know they announced a note. What I'm saying is, did they announce a regular Galaxy phone? I don't think so. Okay, so this was a note event. I, I I'm not 100 percent sure. I haven't heard anything about any galaxies. If you want to look it up to, to confirm. Okay. Well, I think, I think this was, was a, note a note event. Note. I'm pretty sure it was, it was a just note a event. note event. But here's um, the funny thing. So they put up this commercial and they're like, yeah. note, you know, three, two, uh, four, five, six, eight. And they totally did not even speak about Note 7. The hottest note I wonder of them all. why. It was the hottest note. Literally the hottest note. It You're was on fire. You're such a fucking troll. <laughs> no, but it was just it's Yeah, just obviously they're not going to bring up the note that it kept exploding, bro. Like, uh, it's they obvious call, they why they said, wouldn't like, do that. Note fan edition or whatever they came out with after. No, but you can't no, just no. ignore it. Like, did they not think everyone's going to be like... They, it's One, the equivalent two, three, of four, uh, five, six. Oh, it's the equivalent of of Apple jumping numbers with the ten, right? Like, how do you go from an eight to a ten? And now, what is everybody's the okay, biggest we'll thing? We'll talk about that look, later. It's a it's a quick little side thing. 
they went from the eight to a 10. And then this year, all these phones are leaked. We talked briefly about this last week of all the leaks. But the biggest piece is everybody's wondering, okay, we've seen all the devices, but what are they going to call them? That's literally the biggest thing that people want to know is what is Apple going to call their new devices? Because they literally went from eight to 10 and now they don't know what's going to happen. So back to the note, they had okay. the note event. Uh, so it is a commercial note doesn't. Yes, I think it was a note event. I didn't look it up. I'm not going to. Uh, no, they did. Sp- they did. They did present some other things like. Um, yeah, but it wasn't watch. a Samsung Galaxy event. It wasn't no, no, like it they. Wasn't. They're it not wasn't. showing off their like their equivalent of the the iPhone and the iPhone Plus. Correct. Like, okay, it's literally on. just the note. Um, because on my YouTube, there's literally nothing about any of those other phones, and they would be there if it wasn't just a note. Event. And that's what I was saying to you. I didn't see anything about any galaxies, just a note. The I think the biggest new thing about the note is that pen thing, right? Their pen, they changed. Okay, their pen. so. Here's a few quick little things about the Note. Yeah. 4,000 milliamp battery, so an all-day battery according to uh, Samsung. I'm not going to go into major details. I'm probably going to miss a bunch of stuff. This is just a quick run-through. Don't get too specky. Most of right. our people don't want to hear that. 4,000 milliamp battery. All this means it's a much bigger battery. It's going to last a lot longer. They have something called, and this is something new for them, it's called Intelligent Camera. And it adjusts like aperture to light. So like on your darker pictures, it's going to change like the the um, the lens, like whether it zooms in or zooms out to like try to control the light. It's going to. So now when you take a picture, you're going to get like a warning if someone closed their eyes so that, you know, you took a bad photo. Okay. This is all part of their intelligent camera. It, it changes like the color temperature in the background. Like it does a bunch of adjustments to make your photos look better. I'm assuming this is probably a few settings you could turn off and on. The S Pen is a big thing now. Um, it, it was one of their selling points because now you can use it as a controller. I'm not going to go into too much details. You can basically, um, they had a lot of really techie names for it and, and the Bluetooth technology. You can take a picture with the button. So your selfie game, you can take like, uh, you can use it in, uh, in certain apps at the moment. A really cool thing they're going to do uh, is they're going to open the SDK to all developers. For the pen? So that they could, for the pen. Oh, cool. So that's that's a cool thing, which sometimes Apple doesn't do, and everyone hates about it. But they're they're good on that now. Apple they seem to be opening a lot that a lot of that more to the developers. But yeah, so pause, play, you know, open certain apps. So there there are some cool features with this pen. Like I said, I don't want to go crazy into it. Yeah. So something else they said they, they that the note does is uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, Samsung Dex Mobile. I'm pretty sure we talked about this before. Samsung it's that Dex dock that allows them to turn it into a computer. Yeah. So it allows you to turn your. So now all you need is like an HDMI dongle, and automatically it'll do it. Oh, dope! Nice. Yeah. So I don't know if it's a uh, like their Why do these version. These things need eight gigs of RAM. Jesus Christ! It's just it's just at that point. I actually talking about RAM. Can I say something really cool about the Samsung? Yeah. 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 It starts at one twenty. 28 gigs, the lowest model. Yeah, I saw. It goes, goes up, up to, to five, one terabyte. One terabyte with their 512 gigabytes Samsung. So let me clarify that because everyone thinks it's one terabyte. It's 515 gigabytes internal storage, and Samsung is coming out with a 512 gigabyte uh, micro SD card. Which, if you put Jeez. them together, you'll have an you'll have over one terabyte of storage on your mobile device. Bro, so no laptops, one needs that, dude. No one needs that amount of storage. You'd be surprised. Phone. You'd be surprised. What do you mean? I'd be surprised. I have a fucking iPhone 10 with five. 512 gigs i don't even get close but to you that. don't you don't really do certain things that other like people what do. tell me tell me what i don't do so i can argue with you right now okay some people like to keep a lot of 4k footage maybe they're vloggers and they're using okay. their phone as a flogging a vlogging okay, device. i don't do that so you got me there but okay next uh some people keep their whole life work 
uh, life photos. Again, if you're Bro, a vlogger, my life is on my phone. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's talk about something about uh, anything else you want to say about Samsung before I bring this up because it's going to lead into um, another discussion. I, I think that like like always, Samsung, you know, is, uh, you know, constantly improving their devices. They're always trying new things. I don't like that. Um, a couple of things that I've read about this is that they've made this phone way more expensive. Like we're talking like iPhone 10 levels expensive for no reason. Would you say no reason? Because I think like hardware wise, you're getting more for your buck I than just, you are with I an iPhone. I don't think so though. Like if 10. you think about it in most, in most regions, they're probably not using their Exynos processors and they're using Qualcomm. Right. So what right? is the price? Sorry. I don't, I don't know what the price of this device um, is. The price of this thing is, give me a second. It says that the price of this thing for the 512, 1250. American. 1250 for the 512 and 8 gigs of RAM. American. So 1250 would be about probably like 1500 Canadian. More, bro. 15? More, right? It has to be more. Like we're talking like maybe 16, 17. So um, with iPhone, you're kind 12, of 1250 CAD to USD or sorry, opposite 1645, bro. Before taxes. Before taxes. And does Apple have a 512 version of the 10? They don't. No, sorry. I, I was earlier when I was referring to my phone, I was saying 256. This is my phone. Right. So it's probably still cheaper than the 256 iPhone Um, or around that price. Nah, but again, storage should not. We all have this year after year argument about, hey, Apple, why are you charging 200 extra dollars for a storage change? It costs you nothing. Samsung is basically doing that same thing but to a more extreme. Well, you never said uh, what the storage. original cost before the upgrade. What's the 128 cost? Do you have a number on that? Uh, the 128 costs um, 1000 250 extra dollars US for a for the 512.8. So, but more than double the storage. More than double the storage, yeah. Whereas an Apple would charge I still you think for a phone for... like that, if they want the competitive advantage, they, they should drop the price. There's a lot of tech going into what is that like a 6.4 inch no i don't i think it's bigger than that i don't even know how no, but big they've the been making is. but i'm saying they've been making this size phone forever like so what, what was i, I the doubt price that before? year after year well i mean at some point in times i think this time last year these phones were like 950 why are they almost 300 dollars more now i don't think they were ever 950 i think you're thinking of the galaxy line nah bro that could possibly be 950 nah, also bro. i think another part of like charging more is this new pen with all these new features, which I'm assuming costs money to manufacture. Probably not that much more, but it, it's, it's their high, it's their most high end device. There's nothing else higher than this. This is higher than the Galaxy. This is their the most Note premium 8. device. The Note 8. I think this is in Canada. Buy now. I'm going to go and buy it. It's probably on sale because the Note 9 just came out. The Note 8 is $12.99. So not gigs. a crazy bump but that's, like you're that's thinking. That's Canadian. I'm not even talking American. That's Canadian. I know, but that's still a 64 gig versus a 512 and a 128. Yeah, but the price difference, what's $12.99 Canadian for these phones? Twelve ninety nine versus you were saying sixteen hundred. What Canadian I'm saying is that the, the their one... last version of the phone was like nine hundred and fifty dollars. Is what I'm saying. Okay, and it's twelve ninety nine Canadian. Let's go on. Your point is it's really expensive. If I'm you're saying Samsung I don't fan... agree with Apple making their phones expensive. So I don't think Samsung just for for a couple of minor features, which I've been reading, should make this phone more expensive than the last one. I get so, like 50 or or $100 more, but not this expensive. So I agree with you. People so will still buy it. They will. And next time on the show, we'll talk about the same issue, except on Apple's end, where they sell you a, a recycled 
body style. They charge you two to three hundred dollars more. They bump up few little specs, and yet I, we're I having this conversation. I will conversation go as far as to Samsung. say though that Samsung, unlike Apple, has yet to change their body style for a very long time. Do you well, disagree? Apple didn't change it for a very long time either. Well, I though. mean, but I mean, we have the we have the 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 iPhone the 10, 10 and they're all going to go that way for a while, right? But even when Samsung released their 8, their S8, I'm not even talking the Note. Let's not even talk about the Note. But the S8 and most likely the S9 will still look the same. They're, they're, they're not into doing that whole full screen thing. I'll tell you why. It's very interesting. I'll tell you why. I think that the reason Samsung hasn't changed up their look is because yeah. their look never look it. Never look it. <laughs> never look it, yeah. Okay. They're... <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Their their body style never looked outdated like the iPhone did. The iPhone but was that's, so that's a outdate, bullshit outdated. statement, and you know it. I'm sorry, that you is had a the bullshit biggest... fucking statement, and you know it. You had the biggest... you are being hella biased right now. No, no, hold up with Samsung you, because you had forget if they're, Samsung. If they're if you're saying iPhone has kept their phones the same way for a very long time, and you're saying that Samsung, which has done the exact same thing. Their phones have never looked outdated, bro. No, that doesn't no, make any up. sense. Can I explain? No, you can't explain. We're moving so, on to the Galaxy. No, no, home. I'm finishing this. I'm finishing okay, this. Yeah. So the the Samsung came out with let's say uh, the S4 and the S5. They were kind of all the same look. A bunch of screen. Uh, you know, they try to always minimize the chins on the bottom and the top. Uh, you know, changing uh, the shape of the the fingerprint scanner and maybe lowering it a little bit and whatever. Okay. And then. They got into the S. I'd say the S6 was the, was the first major change into this new look, but then they started making it smaller. And then finally, they moved it with. Uh, I don't know if it was the S6 or the S7. They moved the fingerprint scanner to the back. Okay, and they were there. iPhone was just like chin chin, chin chin, chin chin. chin. They didn't want to move that fingerprint scanner. They didn't want to change the look. They made it round. That's it. You know what I mean? At least they did something and they came to a point where they're like, we don't really have to change it. We moved the fingerprint scanner where we need it. We gave them a lot of screen uh, ratio. We have a lot of technology that's going into this top, uh, you know, bar. And yet we can make our screen bigger. And iPhone is keeping the same look with, I'm not talking about the roundness of the body, you know, whatever. I'm just talking about those two chins. They never even try to make them smaller. They're just like, they're there. And you're going to tell me, well, well, they, they did the iPhone 10. How many years were they doing the chin? How many years were they not? People were literally saying, "Why is my phone?" Yeah. Okay. How many years has Samsung been doing their style for like since the seven? So what but is what that, I'm telling years? you is nobody like, looked. A long time. But what I'm saying is nobody looked at that phone and said, "Oh my God, they can make these chins bro not so even much the seven. smaller." Go fuck yourself. It's the eight. Eight is Was the first the eight? time. Eight is the first time that the, the Samsung Galaxy had a touch thing on the back and not the. Okay, front. but before that. Even with the six, they were already starting with curved screens. They didn't do that on the five. Yeah, well, the six was the first. No, the six was the first curved screen. No, bro. Yes, yes. Okay, they had the edge. It was a the separate edge. phone. It was a slightly curved screen. They were giving yeah, you more but options. It was, they had two versions of the phone. They had a regular and the edge, and then they just started using the edge and all of their stuff. Okay, so you go ahead and tell me what, because I don't want to stay all day on Samsung. You go, yeah, you go ahead Samsung. and tell me, especially when we're arguing about stupid things like the style. Samsung. Uh, so they, uh, the, the other piece I wanted to bring up for this podcast yes. was they have a HomePod competitor. I, everyone's calling it a HomePod competitor because, you know, Samsung loves to battle with Apple or at least and because that's the they, narrative that people... They called it the Galaxy Home. I'm yeah. pretty sure they're poking at the bear. <laughs> I wouldn't We're doubt doing... it. So it's, it's, a, it's already got a fault. Let's just say that. It has Bixby on it. Yeah. Um, 
and everybody knows that Bixby's not great. Uh, hopefully, this is their way of improving it. Um, we don't know Bixby... anything about pricing or really specs or anything. They kind of just showed it off, and they didn't really give a lot of info. Yeah, and it looks like a barbecue. <laughs> it looks like a, it looks like <laughs> an alien egg. What are you talking no, about? No, bro, it looks like a barbecue. Go look Here's it up right now. I, I or you saw can that grill day. steaks on the top of that <laughs> thing, bro. That's like it a futuristic like... barbecue. I, I heard they put like a bunch of these on stage and like that's how they were showing like the audio quality of all these together and synced. I don't know. All I know is they don't even have an auxiliary uh, okay. input or, or, or Neither output. does the HomePod. No, but you're Samsung. You, you don't take away the earphone jack, the headphone jack. That's your bro, whole like their S9, media bro, thing. is not going to have a headphone jack. Guarantee. <laughs> so they also released a new Samsung Gear Watch. Again, not much info on that and it sucks because it has Bixby. So... <laughs> There's well, not I mean, much no to one, say. If, unless people adopt Bixby and make it better, like it's not going to get any better, right? Like Google I'd, Assistant is great because it's powered by Google, right? And Google is the most used search engine in the world. But st isn't it time to just be like, listen, we tried Bixby. It's not popular. It's not getting any momentum. It's not getting any better. But they, Let's but just... they want to make it popular. And, yeah, okay. and I agree. The unfortunate nature is that they, they, um, they didn't release anything about it. Other than the fact that it has Bixby and the Bixby can do all these crazy things. It's like your concierge. No, they didn't it was, release any pricing or anything no, like that. It was really about the note and these other things were just like, this is what we're working on. You know what I mean? And this is what we're coming out with. We'll that's, probably, that's all it was. We'll probably see more of it when they release the, the S9. The S9, the actual smaller phones. Okay, which, so I will. Which do they do next year or do they do later this year? I have no year. I have no, so no year. I have yeah, no you idea. Have no you know, <laughs> you know very much so that I am not a big fan of Bro, Samsung. Bro, you're the biggest fan of Samsung. I have not had good luck except with the Samsung Galaxy. Okay. Uh, so what was it called? Sorry, the Samsung Nexus. That was the only phone I had. You oh, know, yeah. I enjoyed I everything else I owned after that Samsung. I, no. I so I did say, want to. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. no, no, go. Because I'm going to lead into something else with this. Uh, I was just going to bring up, you know, because we're talking about a, an Android based phone. I was going to ask you if you'd seen those uh, those leaks of the Pixel 3. It I has like remember. a notch and a chin. No, I, I think I've like every time I've passed by a video, it's talked about like leaked Google Pixel 3s, but like it's hard to believe anything. So a lot of people, I was also reading an article, it was like, did Google purposely release these fake pixels to throw everyone off? You know, so at this point, it's like, I'm not even going to look into it. Yeah, MKBHD posted something. He's like, well, this is the cost of wanting to keep it your front-facing speakers. Right. Because it was like the top was a notch and then the bottom was a chin with another like speaker grill. Talking about him yeah. and the Pixel, have you seen his video where he talks about how his Pixel has slowed down? Uh, no, I haven't. So he's owned the Pixel for a while and his other daily driver is a OnePlus 6. Oh, cool. Because it is super snappy. But he keeps his Pixel because that's the best camera in a smartphone. But he says after owning his Pixel for a few months, even though it's pure Android, it is starting to really slow down. And he's not the only one who said that. He brought up another person, another media you know, YouTuber, who's yep. also said that his device has slowed down. So it's it's I'm wondering if the new OS will, will fix this issue. But before we get into that, I did want to say one more thing about Samsung, yeah. which will lead into another conversation. Uh, Samsung is going to be the first phone, at least for betas. Well, Samsung Note, and I'm assuming some other Samsung devices, will be the first one to get Fortnite be uh, betas. 
Oh, cool. Yeah, yes. there, there's been rumors that like uh, Fortnite. No, is they ditching. were they were at the show. Oh yeah, I mean they're a so part what's of it. their? I get uh, it, but I'm saying is that there was rumors ahead of this announcement that that Fortnite is ditching the Google Play Store and right. This is what I, I, I was exclusively with uh, with Samsung. So so yeah, that they are gonna get the beta first when it comes out on uh, Android, and yep. also they are getting a skin called Galaxy. Oh, cool. Yeah, so I saw the skin. It kind of looks like a galaxy, like space galaxy. That's pretty cool. I guess if you're really into skins, which people are, especially with a game like that, it's all about skins and all that. But yeah, they're the first ones to get it. Of course, they've partnered up with them and probably invested a lot of money. And they were talking about how, you know, this device and all the power it has is going to be the perfect platform to play their game. Yeah. So you're going to be some of the first people to get the beta on this and, and I think some tablet. And no doubt it's, it's a timed exclusive, right? Because right now, right, if of I'm course, correct, it's, it's Fortnite is not on Android at the moment. I don't think it is. And and like you said, they the, the hot news is that they've ditched putting their their app on the Google Play. Yeah. And I'm assuming you're just going to have to, what, download it? No, I, I think uh, maybe they'll do like a down, APK download. It's APK, right? Right. Uh, maybe they'll do an APK download, but I don't think so. I think what they're going to do is that it's exclusive to Samsung devices for a specific amount of time. And then they'll release it to the general public on the Google Play Store. Oh, okay. Or, or maybe they'll just do an APK download. I don't know how that works with a. Or maybe you'll have to like a download phone that the... has permissions and all that stuff. Because don't you have to actually agree to something if you download an APK off the internet? You would. You would just go into settings, security, and allow unknown the unknown uh, apps. But or what I'm saying is, does the general public know how to do that? It prompts you when you try okay. to download it. But I think possibly another thing they could do is. And I don't even know if this is available on any device, but Samsung has their own like store, just like Amazon does. Okay. So I wonder if it would just be available on the Samsung store and you'd have to download their Samsung app store. And I then guess get so. It off that's there. probably, that seems like the smartest way to do it if it's going to be an exclusive and it's not going to be on the Google Play Store. I could right. see them doing that. And so like go into the Samsung store and and uh, download the app that from there, basically. Right. I, I, I actually didn't research it far enough uh, to get into that. It's just a rumor as of now anyway, so. Yeah, yeah. So you were saying they did show it off at the event, though? They had them they on did. stage, I guess. Yeah, they had them on stage the talking about all that. And uh, sorry, do you want to hear something really funny? Yeah, sure. I think I just deleted all the notes I had for this, for this podcast on my Apple, and I don't even know how I did this. How do I get it back? What do you mean you deleted all of them? I mean, I was, I've had notes open. I must have clicked something, and I saw it zoom down to the bottom left. I don't, I don't know how to get it back. Oh, my Lord Jesus. Did you just what delete our podcast topics again? Not your podcast. I had notes for the show. Oh, you had your own show notes. Okay. I had my own show notes. There's so many things I wanted to talk about, and I think I, I just know. Is there deleted. a garbage? I don't know. Like This phone is garbage at the moment. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my Such God. What happened to all my... No, I'm just... I hope I remember most of them. You, you deleted it, dude. I deleted it, didn't I? You're so special. How? How did I delete... I I don't know. I don't know what happens to deleted notes. I'll be honest. No, I didn't you. delete it because it zoomed to the bottom left and I just deleted something. Maybe I put it into a different folder. Maybe. You no, broke it, I, bro. I didn't I didn't even do that. Okay. Okay, uh, so anyways, meantime, let's go on. One of the things that happened this week, we're we're staying on the topic of Android, okay? Okay. Is that Android Pi got official full release? It got official full release, and I had notes on this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this was the thing he had notes on. I really... No, I had notes on everything. But, I mean, we already but, talked about Android P in one of our episodes. We did, but there was a few new things I really wanted to talk about. I'm going to try to remember them off the top of my head. Do you mind if I if I take this? Yeah, yeah, go for it. 
So Android uh, Pi, Android P, a.k.a. now officially Pi. Which I got to say, you, of all the names that they chose, they could have come up with something way cooler than just Pi. They could. Right? Like, like the like, last one was Oreo, wasn't it? It was. And, like, they've done, like, really, like, cool names like Marshmallow and, like, and, and Kit Kat and, and Nougat, you know. And then this one's just Pi. Sorry. Go ahead. I, I, I agree with you. Pi was kind of, like, It is what it is. Whatever. So... I want to say that if you have listened to previous shows, uh, episodes, you will know that I have spoken about the Android P because I had the beta on my Pixel 2 XL. Most of the features I spoke about at that moment are still relevant. They stayed in the beta, beta sorry, and the official release. Yep. And um, so I'm not going to speak about them again because they're all there and you can just go in and listen to that episode or just watch a YouTube video and look at all the features. There's way too many for me to talk to you about. Use the Google to find. Use the Google. So a really cool thing that I like is that they eventually have come to the point where they're trying to fix sound. Okay. And what I mean is sound on Android. Okay. So sound on Android has always been kind of fishy on uh, prior OSs uh, because it was like you're hitting volume up or you're hitting volume down. You think you're putting the volume up and the volume down of, let's say, media, but you're changing the ringtone or you oh. think you're changing the ringtone, but you're changing media. And there was a point where they didn't have like SMS volume separate from like ringtone volume. It was all one. So it really made it annoying because you want and, and I could be mixing up which two were together. But at some point in Android, there were two volumes that were mashed into one and only like custom OSs had yeah. them separated. And it was actually an op- option. But the problem well, with now, separating everything is that it gets complicated, right? It does. You it, don't know what you're actually editing every time you're editing it. Well, so guess one thing, what? I do remember this in, in when using the Essential Phone, that like you would go to the sound settings from the from the menu bar thing when you swipe down. Right. And there was like three different volume rockers to actually swipe. And right. And now there's even more. That's just so now, it's so dumb. So now there's like... There's like media, yes. ringtone, okay. I guess SMS, if I, I could be wrong about that. And there's phone, so sorry, ringer and phone call uh, audio. So when you're actually on your earpiece, the, the volume of that is separate from like your ringtone and your media. This is so dumb. Why can't all this just be contextual? No, it can't because people like different volumes, Marky, including so myself. so dumb. Like I never have to no. deal with this on my iPhone. Yeah, because you're... Listen, let's but it's not go all contextual. The like if I'm using the phone, right? If I'm using the phone, then the volume I'm changing is for the phone's like apps or home screen or media. So and on if the, I'm on using the phone, then the volume changed for the phone. So by default, their volume rocker is going to change the volume for media. By default, it's not going to be the ringer. But they do have like a new uh, a new way to change volume as in up and down opens up this little menu and it'll tell you like the volume's going up and down and it'll have like a bell on top. If you click that bell, you just mute it. And then underneath, uh, there's a, a cog, I think for settings and that opens up all the volume options. And also if you're doing like two volumes at once, media will be there. And then let's say you're, you're changing like a, a ringtone, a ringtone volume will show up beside it. So like, um, like the little bar where you can go higher and lower. Like a octave bar, like a right. So there was other things they worked on. I can't remember right now because it was in my notes. But uh, I will say <laughs> that you deleted <laughs> that I somehow deleted <laughs> while I'm looking at it. But uh, <laughs> I don't know how I did this. But I will tell you, there's one thing that annoys me that they kept, and that is that they did not put the settings back where I like it. They left it as good. They left it. They left it in the situation where you swipe down, 
and then you got to swipe again. And then at the bottom of that, there's the cog for settings. So why did you do this? Why did no, you like, just quick settings toggle when you just swipe? No, I mean, once? like it, just like the iPhone, you can put an actual app shortcut or whatever you want to call it on your on your main page instead of your app drawer. But I used to love just swiping down their settings right there. It was smart. It made sense. They took that away. Why? But maybe they found that a lot of people weren't going into settings as often, or they're trying to alleviate people from going into settings as often because it's it's unnecessary. I don't know. Like how there's... often on your iPhone do you have to go into settings? Very often. Why? For what? To see if there's updates for my phone. Well, okay. That's that's out of curiosity, but I mean, as to, to change anything specific. You just asked me. Yes, I go into settings <laughs> quite often. God damn I don't it. care if I'm I not also the think average I, Joe. Every, I, want, I want other people's thoughts on this. If you think that the change to audio is cool and you would think it's very beneficial, please go to the Facebook, start a conversation, tell us your thoughts. Uh, we will be there to interact with you. Because my thoughts are, it's so fucking stupid to have like five different volume settings for five different things but, on your phone when it can all just why? be contextual volume. If I if I want my volume on my earpiece always to be this this volume like i like this volume but every yes. time i hit the ringer or whatever i don't want that volume to change as well or when i'm on it um you know no it makes sense. again okay. it's contextual if i'm in a phone call and i leave my phone volume setting where i like it if i'm not in a phone call and i use the volume it's not affecting my phone call volume it's contextual and it probably still does that but you shouldn't have to change it outside oh. of that scenario. I remember the other thing I wanted to talk about, okay, even though I don't thing? have my notes. Uh, and I'll keep bringing this up because I'm so okay. mad I don't have my notes. <laughs> All right. um, they finally, and I don't think this was in my beta, when you take a screenshot, they have an editing tool just like iPhone. Cool. So you don't have to open up photos That's or whatever new? to use this. That That is new. See, oh, but okay. it's new to iPhone so as well. they teefed. Okay, I see. Yeah, they teefed. Uh, so basically I've always liked that feature on iPhone. And, and, can... and just for clarification, I say they teethed because it wasn't in the beta, but it's been announced by Apple first there. Sorry. Go ahead. Yes. So, um, it's on whatever it's on the Android pie. You take a screenshot, by the way, there's a new way of taking screenshot, the old fashioned, uh, volume up and, and power button or volume down and power button still work, but also cool. holding the power button opens up a little menu and that menu has a screenshot, uh, button there which is awesome. I wish Apple had something like that just because sometimes I think I'm taking a screenshot and I end up like closing the screen on my phone because I can't remember if it's up or down. Anyways, that is a really cool feature to have the editing because sometimes you take a screenshot and you want to crop it or you want to add like uh, you know, right over it and be like, hey, look at this, uh, uh, this circled right here, whatever. So I like that they added that feature. Everything I, else is pretty I, much the I, same. I'm going to say though, like, uh, I feel as though Android is losing their, their, uh, so Google with Android is losing the thought or the reminder that a human being is using this device. So while you yourself, because you've been shown the fact that there is a screenshot option under the power settings for some reason, most people are not going to know it's there. And so, so if they ever want to reboot their phone or shut it down, they'll find out, which eventually they will. And so plus, dumb. everybody in the world listens to this podcast. So that's now dumb. they know. Uh, another thing I wanted to say, uh, they don't have to worry about people using their phones because eventually the Google um, you know, assistant is going to be just controlling your phone for you and making phone calls and, and doing all that. So it's yeah, really but I mean, when it comes to design and, and when it comes to design and de designing an interface, like... You want to, and I only speak from like my own knowledge because I design interfaces for a living. Uh, there's context, like 
Everything needs context, and if you remove the context from it, it doesn't make any sense. And you're just a little bitch boy who cares about fucking <laughs> pressing down and the power button is a bad thing. Like, turn your fucking phone on and do it the proper way afterwards. Like, stop complaining. And then I got to use face unlock. Face unlock doesn't work 100%. And then I'm pissed well, off because I got to put in my looking, pin. Well, maybe if you're looking, it's because you're not looking at the phone. <laughs> no, it's because I'm transforming every day. It's not my was that, fault. Was I'm that not the human. only other new thing that they added? I, I think so. I, um, most of the UI, like the look they kept, I don't, I'm not a big fan of this. Like, I was in the beginning. And Simplicity. I remember I said this in the, the earlier um, show is that I really like their new look in the circles and everything. And now I kind of got to agree with, and I'm pretty sure Mike said this from Power Cycle. Yeah. He didn't like the look of it. And I've kind of like watched some more videos on it. And I'm like, he doesn't just, like how spaced everything is. Like how yeah, spaced it out just, everything is. It, it looks too, I know they're trying to make it simple, but it almost looks too simple because Android users are used to having like a lot of, a lot of things put into space, like space used very well. And now you're kind of like, you're going iPhone style. I'm not going to lie. It's iPhone-ish, uh, iOS-ish. A lot of people don't like the, the, the new situation. Yeah, and even that it's so white. I don't, I'm, I don't even know if there's an option to black it out. I didn't hear anybody saying like there about is, a dark mode. This screenshot right here, you can barely see it, but that's a black background, not a white background. So. Yeah, and that's not a custom it's, thing? It's, that not, isn't... It's, it's not. It's not. Okay. Uh, but it is so the maybe setting. The settings maybe is, is black with like blue toggles. I didn't see that. Maybe there is a setting for that. The other thing here is like the, it looks like, I don't remember, but maybe you remember. They changed the app navigation, like the multitasking menu. Yeah, they've changed that. Remember it was gestures. They gave that option to do gestures. So yeah, you, it you seems can kind like of people hate the gestures. Yeah, we talked about that as well. I know they changed. Uh, so um, multitasking is now, it's like an option on top of when you're, when you're, um, when you're multitasking, sorry, it's not multitasking. It's like the two apps on one one screen. I forgot what the name of it is. Like split screen? Like split screen. So now when you're multitasking on top of it, it'll give you the option of the app if it's able to split screen. And that's how you do it. Before you used to like hold the app and like drag it up and then click another app. It was, a, like it was a little bit more. And, yeah, it was, it's more it was a little bit more. Now. Yeah. So now you just swipe all the way to the right. Or would it be all the way to the left? It's on your left side. So you swipe to the right. And mm -hmm. there's a clear all uh, button there for your... Uh, your your tasks right your multitasking and yeah the gestures have been there since the beta so that's all the same that's cool it's nice and i'm hoping it fixes the issues where people are saying their pixel is slowing down after being in oreo for for a while now after a few months of being in oreo even though it's a it's a, a no pure offense to android Google, but the pixel 2 seemed like a device that they put together really quickly because the the pixel 2 came out like very briefly after they bought the htc design team I can't say, and I'm going to be 100% honest, I can't say that the Pixel uh, Google hardware uh, for a while, I, even the older Pixel one, it's it's not really like the most attractive hardware. No. I would say that... So you buy, if but you're were, not buying the Pixel for the hardware. You're buying you're the Pixel not, for the software. But now you hear stories that someone's software is slowing down and they have pure Android versus you know someone who has a, a OnePlus 6. But then again, the OnePlus 6 is fairly new. So maybe he hasn't had it long enough for it to slow down. But the, you know he was explaining that because of all the RAM and everything. And that shouldn't be an issue on pure yeah. Android because you don't need that RAM on pure Android because it is pure Android. But then again, OnePlus does a really good job on keeping their you would call skinned version of oreo very lean android p it's it, not much has changed you either you'll love it or you hate it because a lot of people don't like the gestures but maybe what, next people? week he'll figure out what he forgot or what he deleted and we'll talk more about it yeah i think i got my points across probably whatever next topic i won't remember anything but go ahead let's let's move on um our last topic i was going to talk about the magic leap but i don't know enough about it it's uh they're really actually cool 
What? There actually isn't much out about it because the the version that is out right now yes. is a uh, version only for I guess testers and all that. Yeah, it's like two thousand uh, two hundred dollars. Exact. I had this written down in my notes. <laughs> the exact price and what the uh, something edition it's called. It's called the something one, the magic magic leap one. Okay. Or something one, and then whatever edition. Sorry, I had it in the notes, people. I just, you know, I lost my notes. Magic I will say it was leap. Yeah, it is the Magic Leap one. You're right. Magic Leap one, something edition. I was actually watching uh, Vergecast. Uh, there's a, a a girl there who did a video, and she's she's really into it. And she was talking about how the view creation like the, edition, the site. Uh, what do you call it? The line of sight. Like it's very low. It's like fifty percent. Yeah, the the view the viewing uh, like the angle, viewing right? uh, angle or something like that. Yeah, so it's it's just a lot of money, and and then again, she was talking about how they went from like this huge ass computer to this big like helmet to now being in this you know small eyewear. She's comparing it to Microsoft's. Yeah, Microsoft's Hololens. I remember right. hearing something about it. it's got a better viewing angle than Microsoft's product, but it's similar in in, in concept and and how it looks. Field of view. That's it. It's field of field view. Field of view. There you go. Angle. Uh, it has a better field of view uh, than than Microsoft's Hololens. Uh, but again, it's it's early tech, right? Like it's not. And that's that's where we're at at this point. And that's why I don't think we should talk about it so much. Is just because listen, it's not even available to your average Joe because no one's gonna go drop that much money. On something unless they're developing for it or, hey, or whatever um, reason i bought one uh, great <laughs> that i'm assuming like, that is honestly the best response i could have ever asked <laughs> from you ever no i didn't buy one but that <laughs> I, I figured you like, didn't uh, that response is like you fucked up <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, a silent clap in the background for you <laughs> Yay! Um, oh, yeah, so great. I agree. We shouldn't talk too much about it. It looks really cool. Uh, I'm very interested to see where it goes. I love uh, VR. Everybody knows this. This is one of my, you know, secret hidden fantasies is to get VR. It's just yeah. at the moment where it's it's not going to cost any less than about six to seven hundred dollars Canadian, and that's like a low costing VR headset. Yep. It's not worth it at this moment for what it actually does. It's just not worth. But Magic it. Leap is not VR. It's different. It's mixed reality. Um, it's exactly but it's, it's all AR. in the same it's all in the same no uh, it's not the same go on um on. and yeah i mean that was like that was pretty much the last thing besides the the next topic which is drum roll please that's not that's a fucking car man <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a good uh, okay we'll pretend that was a drum the iphone 10 plus the I iPhone... wanted to talk to you about this because every time we've spoken, uh, and even the last, I think I saw you, what, last weekend? You did. We didn't even talk about that movie we watched. Oh, yeah. Let's not talk about that movie. Okay. <laughs> let's not okay. talk about that movie. It wasn't that bad. Uh, Anyways, no, it was on. terrible. It was really bad. What? <laughs> no. Um, no, but um, I wanted to talk to you about it because you seem really interested in a bigger iPhone 10. Right. Like, you seem pretty privy to actually potentially being be upgrading if they announce a bigger iphone 10 yes and no yes and no okay so why yes and no no because it's going to be too damn expensive okay that's just, <laughs> the price is too just, damn high <laughs> the price is too damn high the price ain't right the price ain't right yeah um i'm at the point now where i have some decisions to make financially yeah uh maybe sell making your a big purchase soon and i've spoke to you about this uh you know possibly purchasing a vehicle in yeah. the near future Mm -hmm. So I can't have my cake and eat it too at this point. That's true. And 
purchasing, I'm assuming an iPhone 10 plus minimum after taxes, your, you know, your entry level would probably be 1700, right? No, (laughs) thousands. But I'm saying like 1500 to buy the iPhone. Now I'm assuming the iPhone plus would be about a hundred to $200 more. I'm hoping that it's, it's equivalent in price. I don't think so. Like, I hope that like, and this is wishful thinking, but I hope that this next year's iPhone is, I, I'm okay with it being the same price. I would love for it to be cheaper, but. A cheaper, it ain't going to happen. It's, it's called Apple inflation. That's why I'm telling you right I, now. I think like as they build products and they, you know, use similar or the same components year after year, certain parts of it. They do make it cheaper sometimes. I think so, but from from the leaks, okay, and none of these are concrete. Yeah. But from what I understand, we have three handsets. We have the iPhone 10 Plus, okay, which is essentially a bigger version of the iPhone that we own right now, with yep. probably upgraded sensors, processor, a bigger battery, and of course a bigger screen, which I think is like 6.4 inch or something like that. It's big, yeah, something like that. Yeah, so. All that is is going to put the price up a little bit. And it's probably, I'm thinking, because it's going to be a plus, is even going to start higher than maybe 64 gigs. It might start at 128 just because it's going to be like their, their premium, premium device. Because if the rumors are true, you will not be seeing any more fingerprint scanners. You will be seeing face unlock for all their three. All devices. New- Yes, All sir. devices, this will be a whole new thing with Apple. Apple is ditching the fingerprint scanner. It seems like, it seems like even scanner. with their iPads, they're going in that direction too. Right. So, so, so we're going to get the iPhone 10 just as we have it now. That'll kind of be like your low premium. And then we're going to have, a, this is the one I'm interested in. We're going to have a, a, a middle class here where it's going to be a bigger screen than the iPhone Which 10. MKBHD called the iPhone Lite. Lite. Some people call it the iPhone 9. So we don't know what it's going to be called. It would make sense to be called the light. Uh, so what it is, is it, you're not getting an OLED screen. You're getting an LCD screen. From what I understand, these are all rumors. So take them with a grain of salt. Which for most people who don't know, uh, all the iPhones up until the iPhone 10 have been LCD screens. So whatever you're yeah. looking at right now is generally what this phone will look like. And if you've ever had an iPhone 10 in your hand, which if you've ever listened to me talk about it, while they look great, I think Apple has done an amazing job with LCDs that you kind of don't really tell much of a difference. Right. We've had this conversation on a previous uh, episode where we talked about me holding my 10, my wife holding her uh, 8, and me being like, well, there isn't really a difference in the screen. So, And that's where I'm excited because you will be getting an LCD screen. And, okay, maybe the resolution might even be lower. Maybe this might be a 1080 screen. But they do such a... You don't think so? No, because they they because want of the size. It. Yeah, they'll. So the the proportions of the screen are gonna dictate the resolution, right? Um, and and I think like while it won't be like, it might actually be higher than the ten, to be honest, because the it's it is a physically bigger screen. Right. Okay. So we'll have to see. You know, we'll, the we'll biggest difference will be that it is an LCD and not an OLED. Right. OLED. It'll be an. It'll be an LCD. The borders are going to be a little bit bigger. Yep. From from the physical dummies that are out there, it's an actual thicker phone as well. So there's not yes. any money being put into making it thin. And 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 maybe even like um, one, one rumor at the moment is that they could possibly be dropping 3D touch. And this, they iOS might still- iOS 12 really points towards this. Um, if you go into your phone right now in iOS 12 and you hold down the space bar in the in the actual uh, keyboard, 
you can scroll through text without ever needing to force touch the screen. Okay, and this would make sense on a, a cost saving feature. Yeah. Um, which would put down the price of you know, let's say they do keep it on the ten and they keep it on the ten plus, they definitely most likely would not have it on the, the uh, nine or light whatever they're gonna call it, right? Agreed. Yeah. So that's another cost uh, it's cutting. Got a single so, lens camera. I don't know if we just single lens, right? So it looks like the camera on any model that's not a plus. Yes. So you'll have that type of camera, and it'll still be a great camera. And I think this phone is going to be like their top seller. This is oh, going to be the phone, yeah. which is going to be two to possibly two hundred and fifty dollars cheaper than their than their top end phone, and and still cheaper than probably if, the if ten. If they were smart, they would make this a sub thousand dollar phone, like maybe eight fifty. Right. I think this is going to be, and even I'm interested in this device because I love their LCD screens. I have no yeah. problem with their LCD screens. They're going to be able to put a bigger battery than the 10 has at the moment for sure because they don't really care about really how thick it is or anything. Now, yep. my question is, do you think they'll still make it water resistant, waterproof, whatever you want to call it? I don't see why not. They've been doing that. It wouldn't cost them anything to make it that way. Right. It's just right? the seal around it. They already have it. the same seals. They already manufacture the phones in that same way to make them waterproof or water resistant IP67 or whatever. And they've been oh. doing it for the previous phones, right? The 8 and the 7 and so on and so forth. They've been doing it. So it's it's no different going forward in my opinion. And I'm assuming you would still have your dual speakers. I would guess so. Yeah, you still have like the top speaker at the top and and the one on the bottom. If this is true, if these leaks are true, this is going to be the number one selling phone. You you're going to think it's going to be impossible to get a 10 or a 10 plus. It's going to be impossible to get a 9 or light whatever they're going to call it. Yeah, yeah. Cuz this, this phone, phone is going to sell. Yes. I I totally agree. I I couldn't I couldn't agree more that this phone is going to be their top seller. Right. Because like, on contracts, uh just outright this is going to be the phone to get. This is the phone you're going to be able to get on depending how much you're paying for your contract, 199. You know yeah. what I mean, and and that's gonna be like, oh my God, we get the new Maybe face unlock technology. Is a bit of a stretch, but yeah. Maybe two ninety nine because we're down to two years now, or even three ninety nine. That's still cheaper than your five ninety nine, depending oh, on what contract. What are you talking about? The iPhone ten on a contract was seven something. It depends how much you're paying, what plan you're on, right? Oh, okay, that's true. So if you're on a premium or a premium plus, or depending who you're with, if you're on a, a you know, a, a medium or a large or whatever be, they call it. It will be less, basically. Let's just it say will that. be less. It will be it'll less be, than the other two. It'll be like being able to get a phone that's an Android device for the same price as an Apple device. Because uh, and, and here's my, my example. Okay. When you're buying a 10, yeah. you're buying a 10 and it's a $1,500 device after taxes. Apple doesn't really play with their phones. They don't give crazy discounts to the carriers. This is their price. Deal with it. Yeah. When Samsung and them comes out, usually if their price is really high, initially, if it's really popular, there isn't much of a discount. But later on, to get their device out there, they'll give carriers a, a crazy, I'm assuming they give them like a, you know, um, what do you, a rebate. You know what I mean? Like sell the phone, you lose this money, we'll give it to you. You know what I mean? I don't know how it works, but they come with some kind of deal. Yeah. You'll be able to get this phone at, at maybe like, it won't be a deal, but it'll feel like a deal because you're used to paying for $1,500 phones yes. that are iPhones and, and you won't be doing that. So you'd be like, I can afford this phone because it isn't the two extra hundred dollars that I'm used to paying. Hell yeah, I agree. And I still think, like I said, for a lot of people, you'll be picking up this device and you'll be like, OLED, LCD, they make great LCD screens. Like, and, and don't get me wrong, most likely Samsung will make the screens, but they tune them perfectly. Like yes. like the the tuning Apple, that Apple does, they do great tuning on their screens, and that's why they've been named the 
I don't know if they're one of the best or the best OLED screen, like color-wise. Uh, I think they, I don't know, I'm not going to give them that label, but I think it was right. one or the other. But they have been had high praise in the past over their OLED and how color accurate it is. And the thing is that most of the time OLEDs are oversaturated. Um, and like that's why like uh, I'm going to use Samsung as an example. I don't know if this is accurate or not, but Samsung historically has made their displays super saturated. So all the colors yeah. look super vibrant, but it's not they're realistic. They're very punchy. Yeah, they're very punchy and very vibrant and super and colorful. And some people love that. And they look really nice to the eye, but then when you're reviewing things like pictures, they don't look proper, you know? Right. And that's why you also have the ambient uh, display on the on the iPhone. Uh, sorry, not ambient display. What do you call it? Is it uh, where it changes the color? Ambient? Oh, the, the true tone display. The true tone. Right. So, it, yeah. it, and, you know, it, it plays with all of that you know like how are you looking at the picture what kind of lighting are you in right now yep you know how will it look you know because people don't realize this it's like it's like you getting dressed inside of your house you have that yellowish bulb inside you look yeah. at this white shirt and you're like ah it looks okay you get outside and it looks like a totally different color yeah exactly you know and and that's exactly what your phone is doing as well if your black background is pure white a picture looks totally different and than if it were tinted slightly yellow yeah, and that's why the so. the color or display tone will change depending on if you're inside, outside, right. artificial lighting that's white, artificial lighting that's more brown or yellow. Uh, and so your display will constantly, on the fly, change its color. It will color shift without you actually noticing it's happening. Uh, but it will color shift to adjust for what the colors should look like based on the environment that you're in. Um, yeah. I'm I'm super stoked for both the iPhones, all the iPhones coming out or, you know, have been rumored to be coming out. I will be honest, I'm probably not buying an iPhone this year when generally I have been. Uh, last we talked last week in the car, I said to you, I'm keeping my iPhone for two, the full two years. Right. Uh, that's probably going to be the case because like you have potentially a big purchase. I also want to buy a house. So. Uh, I can't just splurge thousands of dollars on things um, that I kind of don't need or that I'm not finding a purpose for or using actively or trying to use actively. Um, like my phone's good. I, I can, right. I can and that's, wait another. And I think that's where we're at right now. Even if the, the 10 plus comes out, it's not going to be besides size. I don't think there's going to be any crazy upgrades uh, enough. The upgrade to... that I do here, it's not enough to make me buy it. But the upgrade that I do here, and that's one of the biggest differences between the new 10 and that iPhone Lite or whatever it's going to be called. Okay. Is that they say the iPhone Lite is going to use the first generation Face ID and the iPhone, new iPhone 10, whatever. It's going to use generation 2? It's going to use generation 2. Yes, that would probably be what intrigues me. But at this point, I also believe that they should really work more into software with Face ID. What do you mean? Like upgrade it via software? Upgrade it via software. It's only going to like... There's only... I, I think know there's they a can limit. do that. They can do that, but only to a certain limit, right? Like they right, can the teach the limit. algorithms as much as they can, but like the hardware at some point is going to become a limitation. And you know, um, there's going to be some stupid feature that works on all devices, but will only be available on the plus. Yeah, definitely. Like landscape, it, like all landscape UI, like in the, in the bigger. Right. IPhones. Right. Like in an, in an iPad, you're yeah, going to yeah. have the landscape or even UI. Remember the iPhone, uh, well, like the eight plus we had eight pluses or, you know, when you turn yeah, it you sideways, turn the it UI over, would yeah. turn sideways, like the bigger iPhone is going to do that too. 
most likely. Like, right. No doubt about it. Yeah, it's really exciting. I'm super stoked to see what they end up doing. Um, I'm really going I'm super intrigued about that that smaller, cheaper phone. Um, and uh, the other thing I want to say is that everyone will have access to Animoji now. Right, and I think that's one of the other big reasons people will be upgrading especially because now there will be that budget phone. Well, you want to call it a budget phone. It's still going to be damn expensive. Well, for, yeah, for, uh, for, Apple. for an a, Apple phone. It's a, a low-cost alternative. <laughs> and, yeah, and but it's a great way to get an emoji into everyone's hands. You know, because a lot of people, they buy these phones usually, um, either they do save up enough or they sell their phone, but most likely they're on contract upgrades. Yeah, hell yeah. Most most people, and you know, I love when like new iPhones come out, and you're like on your way to work, and the radio is talking about the new iPhone is fifteen hundred dollars, and everybody in the car is like, "Oh damn, the phone is so expensive." Apple this, Apple that, and then you like you have to bring them back down to reality. Like you don't ever pay that price for the phone because you're on a subsidized contract, and your phone's gonna cost like half that price. Right, and I think. I just wanted to I just wanted to say I think that a lot of people who didn't buy into the 10 and went for the 8 or didn't yeah. even go for the 8 because it looked too similar to the 7 this is the moment when they'll be like okay now I'm ready to do it because now yeah. it's at a price point that makes sense or now they have a bigger version which is what a lot of people were waiting for too so um or now they'll I'm, buy a Samsung phone yeah right <laughs> a lot of people you know it's really funny so the Note 9 comes out and I don't care what anybody says. The Note 9 comes out right now, and you're one of those phone fanatics, like myself. Yeah. You're a phone fanatic. You want to try everything that's hot and new. You're going to go out. You're going to buy this Note 9. You're going to have it for, you know, whatever months, because that's, that's, another, that's another thing. I'll get into that after. And then you're going you're gonna to see the new iPhone. You're going to be like, nah, now nah, I got to try this new iPhone, like, like me, a phone fanatic. And you, oh, you yeah, now you sell this. Oh, yeah, you bought an iPhone 8 and then bought an iPhone 10, like... Three weeks later, <laughs> and then bought an iPhone, then bought a, an Android. Sorry, an iPhone. Then bought yeah. another iPhone 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. I'm a phone fanatic. I like to try all the flavors out there, and then I get annoyed, and then I stop, and I try something else, and then I get annoyed, try something else. Blah blah blah. I was gonna say about the iPhone. They're saying that I don't know if it was the 10 plus, but one of these or more than one of these devices are gonna be delayed because of manufacturing. Really? Yeah, they're saying that uh, the. Like the manufacturing of the 10 plus, I think it was. Okay. It's, it's probably going to be just like the 10 this year. It's going to come out a few months later. I wouldn't doubt then, it. Then, right. So and, those actually, people, and those people who want to wait will wait, to be honest. like. Or they'll just do what I did. They'll buy the new version. And then when the other one comes out, yeah, uh, they'll buy that, the yeah, other like one. Depending on how savvy they are, right? Or if they can wait. Like they'll either do like I did and wait for the 10 and not even bother with the 8. Yeah, because that makes sense. Is. Uh, or they'll do what you did and they'll buy one, sell it off and buy the other. Right. So yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Like who knows, you know, it's hard when, when you're a company like Apple and you know, you have like, think of all the devices they're still like manufacturing. Like I think about it, I'm like, okay, well, other than a couple of maybe the later phones, they're probably still manufacturing in super low quantities. The, like this, the the seven or whatever the cheaper phones are now whatever you can get right. on contract for cheap you know they like, are still manufacturing these right? yeah like so now you got to think about it these 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 big manufacturers that are manufacturing the apple phones have to manufacture whatever the newest latest phone is plus have like reduced um output for all the other phones plus any other devices that any other company asks them to manufacture it's really and sometimes interesting. 
And I don't know if this is an actual thing, but are there different versions for different countries? Not anymore. I think for Apple's phones, they're all universal now. Because that was also a rumor that there will be a dual SIM for like China. I I think if Apple's going to do a dual SIM, it's it's for everywhere. It's for everywhere. And I wouldn't doubt that one is going to be an eSIM because they've been talking about that for a while. And then they put that into the new uh, Apple Watches, the eSIM. So an eSIM, just to clarify to everyone, is basically an integrated SIM card. There's no need to put a SIM card into the side of your phone, you would basically have like, it's let's say, a code. Yeah. yeah. You have a code, your carrier would get that code and they would they would put that into their system and that would be your SIM card until you decided to leave that carrier, go to another carrier, you just basically. give that carrier your code. That's all it is. No more SIM cards, no more worrying about you have a big SIM card that doesn't fit into this phone. or And it cuts, I guess, costs for... The, well, think about it. Now they don't have to waterproof where that SIM card goes into, right? Oh, we're moving There's, We're moving towards eSIM cards as a whole. Like, we're going to get to a point where phones don't even have a SIM card slot. They just have... They just... They don't. Sorry, just hold maybe on. maybe one or two eSIMs. Why? What's up? So, are you talking about we're going backwards? We um, didn't have SIM cards back in the days. Before we got GSM, we had um just basically well, IME yeah, but of I your mean, phone like and, it's it is the same but it's different it's different definitely the technology is different but the concept's the same the Back concept the day, is the same yeah it's it's a lot similar not have to the cards. other tech that that didn't really take off that wasn't gsm the other one that telus was using for a long time i forget what it's called yeah you used to like cdm just take the, cdm i think yeah, cdma or something like that yeah so you would take you would take like a, a phone identifier and register it to your system but that and that I'm just trying to say it's never like the got same... developed over and over again, right? So right, I'm just trying to say it's like the same concept as yeah, into what and, this is. And it, but it, it's it it's two pronged in a sense. Like it helps us one now that they're eSIMs, you can have more than one SIM in your phone. Maybe you have phones with three SIMs because they're all eSIMs, right? But that's that's a long way off. What, what we'll get yeah. first is like when Apple says dual SIM, I wouldn't doubt it. I swear to you, they probably mean one SIM as in a slot, and then the other SIM is an eSIM. For mm. now, until eventually, because they're already using eSIMs in their watches. They're already using eSIMs. I think they've been using eSIMs in their LTE iPads for a long time now. Um, so it's not a new tech that they haven't, they, you know, they just announced or they just started doing. They probably, they've been using it for a while, just in, in not as popular devices, right? I wonder if that's why the, the watch only works on Bell's network is because they're the only ones accepting the eSIM. That's exactly why. Is that exactly why? So that's maybe that's exactly why it why. hasn't become very popular yet is because, believe it or not, Canada, and I don't know if in like the US, eSIM is a popular thing, but if it isn't popular in North America, they aren't going to do it. Yeah, it's, it, I think eSIM is really popular many. in Europe now. Right. Maybe so some if it like isn't, Asian countries. But, if it uh, isn't worldwide, it doesn't make sense to switch over your system. But it does make sense, like you said, dual simming it with an eSIM and a physical SIM because at this point now you're giving the carriers time to adapt to the eSIM while still giving the option of the physical SIM yeah, and, no. and not, not shutting off any customer who can't use the eSIM, but kind of being like, Hey, you know what? Here's the eSIM. This is the future. So if you're a carrier, you definitely want to tell your customer you're into the future and here's your chance. Get the eSIM just like LTE. Yeah. I know. I know. Uh, I know that like, like you were just saying, Bell has the eSIM. Right. Um, I know that when the Apple Watch came out, Rogers came out and put out a notice and said, like, hey, we're looking into the future of, you know, allowing you to use this on our network. So I think they're actually actively trying to upgrade their systems to be able to to use eSIM. And I wouldn't doubt that Bell and Telus both they 
because they use the same network that TELUS also allows for eSIM. I would uh, think so. So I think them them two right now are the only two that can do the LTE Apple Watch. I would also uh, assume like Verizon, they're also on the Bell network. Verizon? Or Virgin, Virgin, Virgin. Virgin yeah, right? probably. Virgin, I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. But why would they want like somebody to go to that network, right? I think but maybe Virgin. Maybe for exclusivity, they're doing it only Bell and Telus. Possibly, but I'm saying the technology is probably available to them if they wanted it to. Yeah, probably. Anybody on that network, which is like Virgin, Kudo, Kudo. they're all on that. Kudo. Um, yeah, so is there anything else on that uh, list? No, no, I think we covered everything, oh. to be honest. We um, covered. Uh, yeah. I think the last thing, we should end this off, um, but I do want to say I did get a boosted board. I you did? It to okay. you last week. You I've, physically got it, or I physically you physically got the board? You physically it's like got it. the corner over there. It's somewhere over there. Okay. Um, it's really cool. On the beginner mode, it's already really fast, so I kind of am a bit too scared to go above the beginner mode right now. Okay. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. I've ridden it twice. It's super cool. I can't wait to get used to the bigger speeds and start using it to commute places in the city. S- so we'll have a little segment where you update us on your boosted my, board. My progress on how, how fast yeah. I can go now. Right, right. Now, no, because like mode, I, think, I think I'm going uh, 12 kilometers an hour. I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners have probably thought about purchasing a boosted board. And now to have like an insider tell them, hey, this is either really hard to learn or this is really easy or just how long it takes you. Because you don't have any prior... Really, you're not like a major skateboarder. I've, I've or anything like skateboarded, like that. not like religiously, but I have like gotten on a skateboard. I have ridden around. I'm used to a stationary skateboard that has pretty tight trucks, which means uh, the wheels can be either loose or tight, so you can either turn quicker or not. Okay. Um, so I'm used to tight trucks, um, so I don't like wobble. But this is a totally different riding experience that I'm not used to because it's not. It's a longboard. It's not a regular skateboard. Uh, and it's got this like really flexible board. Like it's, it's such a smooth ride, but yeah, it's like, again, if your ankles are not strong enough with like, and I had to tighten my trucks today, I was going to take it for a ride, but it's a bit too late now. Um, but I had to tighten my trucks today cause I want to test out if I won't get what we call speed wobbles, which is if you're going really fast, your ankles can't handle keeping the board perfectly straight. So you start to wobble back and forth. It's really scary at high speeds, to be honest. Uh, Cause I you feel imagine. like, cause you feel like you're going to fall off <laughs> and you have no control. You're like ankles, stop doing that. That's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you yeah, definitely have to keep us in the loop. I, I do. I do imagine you riding this around in your, in your bedroom. <laughs> oh no, I definitely. Not it's it way too fast. You'd hit the wall like instantly. Yeah, like you, you push the trigger immediately. I'd be across the room. Like, <laughs> No, that's really cool. I, I actually want some some updates on... I'm assuming at some point you'll be using this to uh, commute to work. That's the plan, uh, yes. And I'd like to know, you know, like, do you charge it at work? Is it enough to... Like, you know, keep us updated for sure. I'm intrigued. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm going to give you progress updates on how fast I'm going now, how comfortable I am with going that fast. Um, but again, going up to, like, the one level up, which is called eco mode that goes 16 kilometers an hour, that's already scary, man. That's really scary. <laughs> you just got it. You're, you're just at that. 
Yeah, it's know. just so new to me, right? Like on beginner mode, I'm fine now. Like I'm so used to beginner mode, but like as soon as I change the speed to something higher and I and I go past that 12 kilometer threshold, that's when my my body's like, "Whoa, you're going really fast, dude. Slow down." <laughs> um, anything anything when you're learning, you know, now that you talk about this, you remind me of of something at work. I've actually been training not training too much i trained like maybe twice uh how to use one of the the machines there a machinery like a forklift okay and i got on it and i was like yo i drive a car this is gonna be like a go-kart <laughs> yeah, and because be easy, yeah. and because the back wheels are what turn mm-hmm. you're not used to that yeah because isn't like turning left go right and turning right go left not really it's just that your back end is swinging oh yeah so you like... expect in a vehicle your front wheel so if you got to a pole you'd expect your front wheels are going to turn around that pole and the ass is going to follow you whereas in that's your pivot point so your ass is going to spin around and your front end is going to stay there yeah yeah so like it's, it's, it's a weird way to learn how to drive when you're driving backwards i think that's when it's the opposite of turning right yeah uh so it's it's uh it's funny because like you know i, I got on that and i'm going like super slow and you know i see these other guys driving they're like psychos I've said yeah. it before in my in in our shows, right? They drive like cycles, and they I'm like, really oh my quickly, god, yeah. yeah, past each other like zoom zoom, yo. Um, but uh, yeah, so I totally know what you feel, you know. Like I'm not going that fast either. I'm in a damn forklift, you know. But, but it's, it's, getting, it's just that it's learning. getting used it's to it. Right? Used You're just to not it, yeah. used to it. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so definitely keep us updated. Yeah, you should update us on your uh, forklift progress. I will. I definitely will. I'll, like, uh, I lifted I'll a bale today. It was so cool. I've already done that. I've already lifted oh, okay. a bale. <laughs> Dang. I've lifted a bale. I've, I've learned how to put it down and everything. I'm just I'll figuring out. I lift a out. human being today from his butthole. As long as I don't come back, uh, you know, recording a live show from prison for killing somebody, <laughs> we're good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, there's so much static noise. I'm recording this <laughs> on a pen, okay? Uh, a pen with a microphone. <laughs> please enter two more dollars for your phone call. <laughs> <laughs> All You've right. got a collect call from <laughs> Bubba Blah uh, Prison. Don Don Valley Prison. <laughs> <laughs> Do you accept the charges? Goddamn freak. Kings- Every time this guy Kingston does a goddamn pu- Correctional Facility. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's right. wrap let's, her up. That's going to be the end of this beautiful show. Uh, we want to thank everyone, as always, for listening. Um, if we would, I want to say we would really appreciate it if you would. Go to the Facebook, facebook.com slash pixel refresh. Leave us a review. Uh, That's an easy way to leave us a review. And especially if you don't know how to go on and do uh, the iTunes or Google Play reviews, we would love those as well. Um, And another piece is like, share this. If you know somebody who's into tech and who would love to listen to us talk about this stuff and be weird and funny, talk about penises and stuff. yeah, share it with them. Um, and yeah, so as always, you can find us on all the podcasting networks, including iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, uh, and now Spotify. Um, our music, as always, is by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash I am Ryan Little. At some point, I'm just going to stop saying that. I'm just going to say shout outs to Ryan. Um, and uh, yeah, if you want to engage with us, you can find us on facebook.com slash pixel refresh like i said earlier and if you want to speak to me specifically uh you can find me on twitter it's where i'm most available to be honest uh and that's twitter.com slash sparks slx s-p-a-r-x s-l-x i always have to spell it for people because they can't figure it out uh and that's pretty much me on every platform so if i'm there that's probably what i am uh yeah see you guys later bird sound 
made that bird sound. Oh, 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 oh! Yeah. Yeah! Okay, good. Uh, I, I wanted to tell you a funny thing that happened to me. So uh, yeah. I got that Staples chair, right? Yeah. And I put it together. Okay. And uh, you know how a chair does this where you can lean back? <laughs> yes. I went to go sit on the chair, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> I fell face forward on the floor, bro. What? I put the back piece on the front and the front piece on the back, bro. And it did this. <laughs> The other way, bro. I, I went like this. Look, straight up, bro. <laughs> Check it out. I went like this. I sat down and went. <laughs> I fell face first on the ground because I put the back piece, bro. I switched the arms and the back piece all opposite, bro. And literally, you know why? Because you know the little handle. So but why would back? you go forward? Like, <laughs> No, you sit and automatically it goes forward with your weight because oh, you're sitting on the, okay. yeah, yeah, the yeah, edge. Yeah, you know, there's a locking, <laughs> there's a locking lever where you lock that. It was unlocked, right? Okay, so yeah. you can like bend back. <laughs> oh, I, I get what you're saying. <laughs> Holy shit, that's so funny. I put this back. Like the tilt of the, the seat actually tilted forward, so you fell right. forward. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> because I put the back piece on the front and the arms oh, on my. the wrong side. Instead of it you tilting what... 45 degrees backwards, it tilted it 45, 45 degrees, degrees forward. Forward, bro. So I instantly sat and did a face plant on the floor, bro. Instantly. I didn't even, oh. like, think about it. I put my full body weight on the chair because I was so tired of putting it together. And I was like, oh, boom. <laughs> right on the floor. I was like, motherfucker, chair's broken, yo. Oh, <laughs> chair's fucking broken. 